Hi everyone and welcome to 21 Questions, the podcast where we tackle 21 big questions about life, faith and Christianity in about 20 minutes during 2021. Yeah, my name is Rich Jones and I'm a pastor here at Living Rock Church and this is my good friend and colleague, Mr. Michael Shooter. Hello. <laughs> it is officially episode 20, the penultimate episode oh, I like in 21 questions. Used to the word penultimate, <laughs> that's good. And this whole series is going to be available on, and is right now available on our YouTube channel, Living Rock Church. You can uh, head down below uh, and find all the links you will ever need to any major podcasting platform, to all of the different episodes. They're all there. You'll find them. We also have an app called LRC Grow where you can find all these questions uh, and there, the episodes if you'd like to check that out so a little plug there nice and in episode 20 we're going to take a slightly different tact uh, look at a slightly different question than we have done um, previously and we're going to look at the question why do people lose their faith and um, it's a it's a slightly different question because we are conscious that with this series and the people who've been watching it the comments we've had the people who have talked to us about it we know that there's a really wide variety of people watching these episodes yeah. some people are um kind of people who are searching for faith they've got no real background in faith at all but they're asking the question well is there a god and they're looking for evidence of those things and so they're looking at the questions we're asking mm -hmm. other people are christians who actually are finding these things helpful for their own faith helpful in how to share their faith with other people yeah and uh, and strengthening strengthening themselves in those things and then there, there is a, uh, potentially another group of people who are those who might say for them they're losing their faith a bit or they might say, well, I've had a faith in previous parts of mm -hmm. my life, but uh, it just never really went anywhere or it never developed or I had a really strong faith, but actually for different reasons it, it petered out. And yeah. um, today we wanted to just take a little bit of time to just address those people. Um, you might be one of them and yeah. just say from our experience, from um, what we've looked at through the past 20, 19 episodes up to this point, are the things that we can help advise you, um, point you in the right direction to maybe reclaim some of that faith and, and see that um, kind of come back if that's what you're looking for. So. I think it's, and it's, I think it's really <laughs> fair and realistic to say that um, every Christian um, will go through periods of time in their faith yeah. where they're asking questions, where they feel like at times their faith isn't as alive as it might have been at certain mm -hmm. points. And, um, you know, we go through times where we have doubts. Yeah. And and in fact, you see that in the life of and the lives of the disciples yeah, that yeah. follow Jesus. You know, it's written for us. The in first the Christians had their doubts. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and they would have faced disappointments. They would have had hard times. They would have been persecuted for their faith, yeah, yeah. I, even though for some of them they were sold out. Yeah. And in fact, it was because they were sold out for their faith that they faced these challenges and these issues they would have had a far easier life if they'd have just <laughs> they'd have just played along towed the line yeah and probably <laughs> done whatever they wanted but there was something that caught them that didn't allow them to to give up and i think it's just it's fair to say that and, and also to just just encourage you if you have questions um ask them you know yeah. um if you're part of a church don't be afraid to ask those who are leading the church or people who have been maybe christians longer than you to to go up to them and ask them these questions you know every question is legitimate yeah and um, don't be afraid to ask questions. I think that's no. just a really important point to make. That's why we've done twenty-one questions. Exactly, take, so. <laughs> <laughs> the series proves it. But I mean, as we've you know, as we've stated, as we've gone along, and we've looked at the different um, 
questions that we've looked at part of the reason we've done that is because um our faith is rational yeah. like it's not a it's not a stab in the dark and i i think when you first find your faith in jesus um when you find find your faith as a christian there is a lot of emotion tied up in that a lot Can of the time you know sure, yeah. really exciting you know you feel this god-shaped hole in your life has been filled and it's mm. amazing but but actually there is still a whole load of questions about what you believe why you believe it mm-hmm. and personal experience is something that can never be taken away from you um but equally is something that i think it's it's good to build on that foundation of an experience emotion can't sustain anything no, you couldn't sustain a marriage you couldn't sustain parenting no <laughs> if everything was about you know the first time you hold your newborn baby in your arms and how you feel about them you don't feel like that necessarily about Exactly. Your, your child when they're screaming at two in the morning and <laughs> you just want to sleep, you know. But but the fact is you're in and, and you know that this is your child and therefore you're committed to this yep. this 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 little bundle. Yeah. Um or this big bundle. And um <laughs> and, and so I think one of the one of the things that we'll talk about a little bit is just you can't pin everything on emotions. Emotions are important. God's yeah. given us emotions, they they impact us. But there's something that we've wanted to do in these last uh, nineteen plus questions is the apologetics element of christianity yeah. that like you said there is a rationale yeah um there's proof there's evidence yeah this isn't just about uh, like you say a faith and there's nothing there but no. actually god's given us things that are solid yeah yeah yeah. and um and are often get dismissed wrongly i believe um and we've talked about some of those things about the, the evidence of the bible the evidence of the resurrection yeah. of jesus and the life of jesus and things that jesus said yeah, as an yeah. example and so it's it's important that actually for some christians don't be afraid to draw on apologetics to draw on evidence and proof to help build your faith up that's a legitimate way of us kind of recapturing what it is that we believed in the first place yeah i think for me actually i would say that in the past couple of years and part of the reason i wanted to to do this podcast and be involved in this was because um you know i i reached a point in my life where um i'd been a christian for about 15 years mm-hmm. at this point and you know i know i knew some of the facts and some of the rationale behind what i believed and all that kind of stuff but i, I wouldn't say i know i knew a huge amount of it yeah, you know it was yeah. it was just something i t- to a certain extent taken for granted and the reality was i turned 30 and um i just thought uh, and I, from speaking to a few people, a few people seem to do this when they turn 30 is like, I, I it dawned on me, like, I'm going to die one day. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm actually I'm gonna... 46. I've not had that yet. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, That's good. But like, but, but it, it, it kind of, it, it freaked me out more than I thought it would, okay. you know? And, and I had this like, Oh, what if I'm wrong? Mm. Like, what mm. if I'm wrong about my faith and what I believe? <laughs> well, and Paul says, like, we're to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. people should feel sorry for us more than anyone else on the planet. Yeah, if we got definitely. This wrong. <laughs> and it wasn't that I had a crisis of faith or anything like that, but I I wanted to know that what I believed wasn't some I, that I hadn't fallen for some sort of myth. Yeah, there was a know? substance to it. Exactly, yeah. and so. I think the biggest growth in my faith over the past few years has been has come from looking at the facts. Yeah, that's good. Facts are friends to Christians, to be quite honest, because yeah. the reality is there's a lot of there is a lot of evidence backing us up in what we believe. Yeah. Um absolutely. And, and so when it comes to falling away, losing your faith, that kind of thing, the reality is I don't see a lot of Christians um I, I see a lot of Christians have those questions mm. and be like, oh, is this a, is this a rational belief? It, you know, it 
am I really created? Am I, is mm. the Bible trustworthy or whatever? I see lots of Christians with those questions, but when they explore the answers, you don't see a lot of people falling away from their faith when they see the answers. No, Actually, once they properly, see, properly spend time investigating that stuff. Exactly. Sure. You often see that it's strengthened. But, but there are some things that legitimately do um, cause Christians to fall away from their faith. Yeah, and um, I think we boiled it down to two things that kind of yeah. cover quite a lot of things in some ways. But you know, when we were chatting about this, I'm just thinking about the the parable that Jesus tells. So there's a story that Jesus tells in Matthew 13 about yeah. a, a, a farmer who's sowing seed. Yeah, and he's talking about people um, believing in him and believing in the good news about Jesus Christ and, and what it means to be a Christian essentially, and to taking that seed into themselves to believe it for themselves. And yeah. talks about different. Um, heart responses, the way that people respond to it and believe it, um, varying. So it's kind of three different types of soil, isn't he? A shallow yeah, yeah. soil, thorny soil, and good soil. And it's the two first ones that are kind of, for us, I think, what we wanted to pick up on. Yeah. The shallow soil and the, the thorny soil. Yeah, because Jesus, when he talks about then the seed being lost yeah. in these ones, that was where the the equivalent of somebody losing their faith and, and falling, falling away. away and, and, yeah. and so these it's, it's helpful when the Bible answers the question for us. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, <laughs> as it so often does. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he says, you know, seed that fall on shallow soil, people hear the message, immediately receive it with joy. And he talks about emotional kind of response that is often yeah. there at the beginning. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last that long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. And then the second um, land that it falls on, if you like, is seed that falls among thorns. And, the, and the, with this group, they hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, or another sort of turn of phrases, the cares of the world yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of crowd out the seed. Yeah. So kind of there's this response and there's this this plant that sort of shoots up, but but then both of them don't last. They're not sustained. They fall no. away, as, as you said. And and I think we kind of, for us, falls into two, two categories. The first one is disappointments and yep. the second is distractions. Yeah, I think so, that's fair. And, and I think, have there been times in your life where disappointments have rocked you in your faith? Yeah, I, th I think um, especially when it, I, I suppose when it comes to um, mis, uh, misaligned expectations yeah. to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've never, I, I wouldn't say disappointments have ever really rocked my faith, mm. but I think what disappointments did was they caused me to go back and said, were my expectations of what I hoped would happen legitimate? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. And then what it caused me to do is I, I always, I've always felt like I've had a real choice in those times is like, I can either blame God for this yeah. and kind of hang on to him and push into that relationship. Um, those are the two things. You, you, you curse God and die, you withdraw, yeah, yeah. or you draw in. Exactly, it's and, and two, hold on. Yeah, and for exactly. me, the constant the constant thing has always been, I have no idea how to do this without God. Mm. Like, to mm. get through this, something, if it's a disappointment, something bad has already happened. Yeah, right? and this it's, isn't to dismiss at all no. the sorts of things that people go through in life. No, I mean... The abuse when, they might have gone through. Yeah. Or the lo losing of a loved one. Yeah, yeah. There's so many genuine disappointments that will cause us to question God or yeah. cause us to question other people, you know, people in the church or church mm -hmm. leaders. So the disappointments are with oh, God or the disappointments totally. are with people. But either way, they they can shake us, can't they? In yeah, our, in they our can. Faith and challenge it. They can. But I, I just think for me, I've I've always found the idea of trying to deal with those disappointments. If something terrible has already happened, yeah. to try and abandon. The, my anchor and rock in that situation mm. and think that that's going to help me yeah. has always seemed really 
fruitless, you know, for me personally, like, because I, I can't imagine trying to get through those challenges and trials without God. No, exactly. Um, I, but, and I think there's, there's two things. Disappointment with God is one thing. And mm. sometimes it is an expectation that maybe there's, 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 a, there's definitely a form of teaching that's out there that is essentially like if you do these this list of things, then God becomes this kind of like heavenly uh, vending machine in the sky mm. that will give you know, and He'll give you money, and He'll give you health, and He'll give you this, and He'll give you that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, God, I believe God wants us to prosper. He wants us to be blessed, and there's 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 promises in yeah, His yeah. Word that we're and to He does miracles live by absolutely, but but we but it becomes very much like a cause and effect thing yeah. of pull this lever and this comes out and we, god doesn't work in no, that way he's he far more mysterious than that mm. but i i remember personally when I, a good friend of mine died when of stomach cancer in his early 20s mm. christian guy we prayed for him we we really believed that god would would heal him and, and he and he died at the age of 24 and i just remember feeling heartbroken that mm. he's probably one of my best friends that i've i've ever known one of my closest friends and I just remember being in my room crying and praying to God. And, I, and all I heard God say in that moment was, do you trust me? Mm. It was like five words. Yeah. But I was like, yes, I trust you. And like you said, it's, I can't, I don't understand it. No. It's heartbreaking and I am really disappointed. But, I, but ultimately, I know that you're good and I trust you, God. Yeah. You know, it's a kind of, it's, that's the choice that we have to make in those moments. And, and if you've ever made the other choice, uh, yeah, yeah. then just say, God's bigger than those things as well, and you know we mm. ne we don't always get everything right. We just don't. No, exactly. And then people, yeah, yeah, you go to church. You know, somebody once said, "Never join the perfect church because if you do, you'll ruin it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the church isn't perfect. Christians aren't perfect. Christian no. leaders aren't perfect. No. And if we put all of our weight and expectation on people, and and that be they become our substitute for trusting God, mm -hmm. then we're inevitably going to lose our faith. That's just it, because people will always let us down yeah, one yeah. way or another. And again, like to, in the same way that it's not to discount those things where no. things happen and and they're really terrible and and um, they really hurt. It's the same way where you you can't discount the impact that seeing a Christian behave in a certain way can yeah. have on a person no, because right. you know with the the abuse that's been perpetrated yeah. the the mistakes that people make you know which don't thankfully end in that kind of abuse or whatever but but actually they hurt people yeah. um those things are real and they're felt and sometimes they're deliberate those things mm, and yeah, so yeah. and christians should look different they, they should well, we've talked about that you know you we know, have yeah. changed life yeah and so there's no getting away from the fact that that is incredibly disappointing absolutely um but the reality is our faith doesn't rest in people yeah uh, and and it's a it's a it's a good challenge for us to just ask like do i have my faith in mm. people you know if something like that happened to me would i be would I be blaming God for mm. the actions of of people because that's where my faith really rested? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's a fair and important question to ask. So disappointments are legitimate, yeah. And maybe sometimes you need to go back and think: Am I were my expectations wrong in the first place? Mm -hmm. Or even if I have got expectations that I believe are right, am I still gonna like say hold on to God, keep mm. trusting Him? And if people let me down. God's bigger than that, and I'm probably going to let people down myself. Yeah, and I trust that that's not going to cause them to doubt God. You know, and yeah. so but I think disappointments is good. And then, and then he goes on to talk about distractions, and yeah. this is the one where he says about um, essentially things being crowded out by the cares of the world yeah. and the pursuit of of wealth. And, and there are so many distractions. Oh gosh, <laughs> in, in life, there's just so many distractions. I, I honestly think it is it is one of the I think distractions 
are like the most dangerous thing for a christian mm. because again you don't see it you know you do you do hear of like sometimes if you if you live in that christian world you you will hear of kind of prominent christians occasionally where they will turn around and be like no i've abandoned my faith i've i, I no, i'm no longer a christian whatever mm. but the majority of christians that's not how they end up losing their faith what no. happens is, is it's a really slow creep it's like a drift of, isn't yeah, it? it's, yeah it's a real drift mm. and it's something where you know work got busy than they expected and sure. then all of a sudden they haven't got time to meet with believers anymore and that time where they'd spend praying or mm. reading the word is crowded out by netflix and social media mm -hmm. and, and and seemingly really innocent and then all of a sudden you turn around and you go i haven't i haven't even talked to god mm. for six months mm. you know mm. uh, and and then all of a sudden that's when a disappointment hits yeah, yeah. and it rocks you way more than it would have done mm. you know six months before that's when it's you know, really it, tested isn't it yeah and, and i think probably you know i've faced this point i've definitely been distracted oh. you know and i think i think relationships 100%. are a big one in that and yeah um spending time with people who don't share the, the same faith i'm not saying you shouldn't hang out with people who aren't christians if you're a christian um <laughs> you know or any of that stuff but i know for a fact that there have been times when i've spent times with um with other people and they they've become where I've put, I've invested my time and my thought, my energy and my yeah. kind of um, my emotions, if you like, and mm. God's gone down the pecking order, you know. Yeah, and like yeah. I say, other things can creep in. You, you, you have you become a parent with a young family. Yeah, that's a, and and these distractions, by the way, are legitimate distractions. Yeah. Yeah, Work yeah, is yeah. a legitimate distraction. Relationships can be, uh, you know, legitimate. Yeah, um, got to care for your kids. Studying <laughs> exactly pursuit of. Of, of, of interest and hobbies and being creative and all of those things they're legitimate but it just depends on whether they are a distraction or actually if they're being used in the context of your relationship with god yeah because you know we we look at the scripture and the whole point of marriage is just to display something of christ in the church mm. so if you didn't it's not like your marriage is a distraction by investing in it because the purpose of marriage although paul says if you can be single yeah great <laughs> you're less distracted <laughs> yeah true true so but he is legitimizing the fact yeah, that there are some yeah. distractions that are right yeah and, yeah you yeah. know That's and true. if you are married you need to look after that marriage yeah, and so it's absolutely. not a yeah it's not a distraction but the question is is are those things pulling you away from god it's about priorities they... isn't it exactly like for me things. i can totally say that my relationship with my wife because of the way that we've built our marriage pushes me more towards god mm -hmm. you know we push each other and we we help each other and encourage each other in the plan and purpose that we believe god has for us and therefore it's a positive thing it's not a distraction even and, though it takes my time and effort and there would be a grace for you even if one of you was a believer and the other one wasn't if you want to stay together you know talks about that in, yeah, in the definitely. bible as well so so you know distractions can be legitimate things and also there are things that are distractions that are not legitimate Correct. you know the bible calls them sin <laughs> yeah. sinful behavior um that will definitely cause us to fall away and and i think it's just to 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 make a sober assessment mm -hmm. regularly yeah about what am i giving my time to yeah and a is it good mm -hmm. b is it and and, and am, am i prioritizing it the right way yeah or the other thing is is it definitely not good it's yeah. bad <laughs> it's wrong and it, it, it has no place yeah. it's not even about where it is in my priority list it needs to be dealt with yeah because those two things will essentially cause us to to drift as you said and therefore yeah. move away from god and, and definitely shake and rock and cause us to lose our faith you know the bible actually talks about sin ongoing sin searing our consciences and yeah. becoming shipwrecked in, in our faith yeah. because we are allowing certain behaviors that are against what god wants to 
to drive us away from him. Yeah. Know? I mean, conscience is a, is a great thing as a Christian yeah, to help direct you in like, is this right? Is this wrong? Well, actually, you know, we have the Holy Spirit within us um, who, who using our conscience will guide us. But mm. actually, if we allow certain things to happen, your conscience can, it can get broken. Yeah. You know, you stop well, caring just, about the voice gets that, quieter and quieter. Absolutely. Yeah, as you shut it out yeah. more and more. And then I suppose there is that other category of stuff. So you've got, um, the every there's a there's a scripture that where it talks about everything's permissible but not everything is beneficial mm. and then there's the sin that clings on which we've talked about you need to get rid of it but then the reality is that there are certain things that yes it's okay but it's just not going to benefit you mm. you know for me um i wouldn't say relationships generally have been the thing that distract me it's for me it's entertainment mm-hmm. I, I i can be I, I know that i have this little like uh bug you know there's like i really want to binge a netflix show you yeah, know? Yeah. or i want i can i can sit there and play 12 hours of games if i let myself <laughs> like i can be that guy you mean snakes and ladders <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> but like but i have to keep a watch on that because yeah. those things you know they're not inherently sinful or wrong no, or anything no. like that but they rob me of time and and um it's and being then, balanced in that isn't it absolutely and a check on those things yeah and all too quickly self-discipline i start to ask myself you know who who is my who is my god mm. is it is it the the screen that i've been looking at for 12 hours mm. um because because i wanted to do that or is it you know the god who i given my life to and yeah. i know and i trust and i love and um and actually helps me through things yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the distraction that i've been in that's been in front of me for however long and, and the truth is when jesus invites us to follow him mm-hmm. um we are to describes as taking up our cross every yeah, day, yeah. about dying to ourselves, mm-hmm. but also that in doing that, we actually discover what real life is. Yeah, We find what real joy is. Yeah. We find a peace with God that brings mm-hmm. us into a relationship with God that is so fulfilling, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't mean that we're on easy street. No. And I think in it all, you know, that's what we want to kind of get to today is to say, we understand disappointments come and go, mm-hmm. that can come from God in, in our minds or definitely from people. Mm-hmm. And we can be distracted legitimately and illegitimately. Yeah, yeah. But in it all, um, you know, God is God wants to know you to know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually that's the way we can be totally fulfilled, even mm-hmm. if it's not always easy. And and Paul kind of defines that. He's something like, whether I got a full stomach or an empty stomach, whether yeah, I'm shipwrecked yeah, yeah, or yeah, I'm yeah. in a, com- a comfy bed, my, my vision. Um, <laughs> it's almost like I found this contentment because I have this relationship with God that kind of trumps everything else. Yeah. And yeah. and there's something in the Christian faith that can't be found in any any other sphere, any other religion, any no, other way no, of life, and totally, and and it is wonderful because we've talked about the challenges, but actually the benefits far outweigh definitely the, <laughs> the challenges. So definitely, um, and I think you know if you are if you're watching this today and you are kind of in that category of people as well who who um, you wouldn't say you've necessarily found a faith before you've never had a faith but you are exploring that I think one of the things for you to bear in mind from the Bible's perspective is that this parable parable of the sower is talking about yourself you know the, mm. the seed has been if you've been sitting here watching these episodes maybe for a few weeks or a few months or maybe the whole year actually what has been scattered to you is seed you know it's it's something where god is trying to reveal himself and um just to be conscious i suppose that um to not let 
distraction to not let, um, you know, maybe you're thinking I'm too busy to actually make this decision to, to explore whether this is, this is truly something I want to believe, or maybe there have been disappointments that are keeping you from Mm -hmm. taking that step. But the reality is, is that, um, if you can move aside those distractions, those disappointments, then actually um, a seed can take root and, and can really produce something amazing in your life uh, around faith and belief and and having a relationship with God. Yeah. So I'd really encourage you, if, if you're in that category, if you're one of those people that we were talking about today where you feel you've had a bit of a faith but it's never gone anywhere, you know, ask yourself those questions. Are there things that I can remove from my life um, to get, to kind of make way, to pr- make the soil a bit better um, yeah. for that faith and that seed to grow it's about so. being honest with, with ourselves at the end of the day yeah and, definitely uh, and inviting god to to speak into that so yeah yeah Great. well thank you for joining us today we uh, hope this has been helpful and uh, we'll see you next time for our final episode in the series of 21 questions thanks, thanks.